It's time for the Bobby Bones Post Show. Here's your host, Bobby Bones. Let's uh, roll through some voicemails from last night. Here's the first one up. Hey guys, uh, D&D Nerd here. Just want to let you know when you're rolling a 10-sided dice, the zero actually represents 10, not zero. Uh, so if you use that dice again, now you know. Love the show, guys. Good to uh, know. To me, it was a zero, yeah. but it's a 10. D&D means Dungeons and Dragons. Is that from that game? I don't know. Is it? I just requested a 10-sided well, dice and it showed up. in that game, but I got that off Amazon. Okay. Uh, here is number two. Hey, guys. I don't know if this is an appropriate question to be asked. I was listening to the Sore Losers podcast for the first time, and Eddie and Lunchbox and Ray keep calling each other coach. I don't know like what it, I don't know what that means. I, I just started the first time today, so I might be missing the inside joke, but I don't get it. You guys call each other coach? That's weird. Ray? <laughs> um, just a pet name that we all use for each other. If it's a guy, you can call him a coach. And then we all just call each other coach instead of names. Or coacher. I mean, Ray calls himself Sizen, and this is, he's probably has a problem with coach. <laughs> yeah, and he calls himself Raymundo. Yeah, and he, he has a truck. Why are you guys going at Ray right now? Because you went to Ray. No, I thought no, Ray was the one who started coach. Started calling people yeah, coach. Yeah, someone in the building started calling Ray coach, and then we started calling each other. Oh, was other. it uh, Gorman? Gorman, yeah. yes. And so yeah, then coach feels like a Ray, like it came from Ray. Jeff. When yeah. he worked in an NFL organization, and apparently in that type of an organization, organization, they all call each other coach. So he brought it to the radio station. I brought it to the team. Thank you for that. Yeah. The team being the But we call each podcast. other coach all the time. Yes. So like when Lunchbox and I are playing golf and we get teamed with someone else, we're like, call each other coach. And they're always like, oh, you guys coaches? No, just call each other coach. It's really hard to listen to if you don't know. <laughs> it's, hard, it is, it's difficult, but they all call each other coach. Uh, here's one more. Man, you guys are getting ridiculous with these commercials. It gets pretty annoying. I got very few time to listen to podcasts, and when 25% commercials, I'm going to move on to a different podcast soon, but I really don't want to because I enjoy it. That's all I got. Thank you, but I love the show. Uh, just too much commercial. Okay. It's tough. What are we supposed to do? I don't know. I don't control that. It's right. like someone going, I hate that Jason Aldean song. I don't control it. I, I, there's a few songs that have to play an hour. I don't really get that about just not just as an example of artists I see on my screen. I, there's nothing I can do. The good thing is we get to be on the air because of the commercials. Mm-hmm. The bad thing is the commercials. You know what my in-laws do? What? When they're watching like a football game or something, they mute the commercials. Like, it's, well, no, no, we don't, don't say do that. that. Don't do that. We don't because listen we to want the, people. I would no, I really find it. the spice in the commercials. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just think it's so weird that they do that. They do it every single time. I'm like, that's so strange. We actually love the commercials. Of course. It's, it's the best them. part of the show. Some people say yeah. it's better than the content. Maybe you're not spending enough time listening closely Maybe to Turn it up. Yeah. Turn it up. Um, I listen. I I don't really know how to respond to that, except honestly, in that we get to stay on the air because of commercials. We appreciate it. If you hear us voicing a commercial, it's because of something that we believe in. But sometimes I don't even know the commercials they're putting on. I mean, I don't know all of them. It's true. I also don't listen to the podcast because I don't want to hear me anymore. <laughs> um, I may go back and check on a segment occasionally, but I I will. How about this? I'll run it up the poll. Yeah, oh, see how and that watch goes. it come back down <laughs> quickly. I'm assuming. <laughs> um, thank you for those uh, those those voicemails here. A New York dad fought off three armed robbers on Halloween. They'd posed as trick or treaters and tried to force their way into his home. Crazy! It's awesome. I mean, that's your most vulnerable state because you open your door wide open. Mm-hmm. Your hands are busy with the candy bowl, and someone can just pounce on you. And surprisingly, it doesn't oh. happen more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because now, but that, now, now this is well, the news and people not, are going to get ideas. Okay. 
A New York City dad survived a Halloween nightmare after fending off a trio of armed robbers <sighs> who posed as trick-or-treaters and then tried to force their way into his home where his 8-year-old son was. Crazy. The incident, which was caught on video, happened around 10.30 p.m. on North Strand Avenue in Brooklyn's neighborhood, October 31st. Yikes. A male and female wearing Halloween costumes and masks knocked on the door and said trick-or-treat. The video shows the man opening the door and giving the two costume individuals candy when the male pulls out a handgun and tries to force his way into the home. Dang. <gasps> While the dad struggled to keep the armed intruder out of his home, the female ran down the stairs and fled the scene eastbound. A second male can be seen in the video running up the stairs. Two male suspects punched the dad in the face. Mm. The dad was eventually able to fight off both men. Following the incident, they said the eight-year-old son now thinks his dad is Superman. That I mean, he's protecting cool. his kid there, right? Like, yes. That's full yeah. kid protection mode. Yes. Speaking of that, and I don't have this story here, but I'm going to go from memory a little bit. I was reading this story about a guy in Seattle who killed his daughter's ex-boyfriend because he sold her to sex trafficking and he just got arrested. Mm. So his daughter was like missing for a couple of months, found out that it was her boyfriend who sold her into sex trafficking, went and broke her out of that situation, like straight Liam Neeson style, came back, murdered the ex-boyfriend, put him in the trunk of a car. No. They arrested mm. him. This is a weird one, cause like, don't you just totally relate? Like, if that oh would yeah, do- it'd be tough for me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it'd yeah. be tough on me. This if I'm on this jury and I've and there are people that are saying yes, he sold her into sex trafficking. I need to know all the facts. Let's just say the facts right. are what 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 I'm saying they are from the story. It's gonna be tough for me as a juror to give him any more than minimum, minimum, minimum mm-hmm. time. Because if you sell some, you sold this dude's daughter, and you yes, you can't go and do vigilante justice. I right. get it. But also, he had to do vigilante justice to get to his get daughter his out daughter of there. Back. Right. Yeah. That that part though he's not in trouble for. Right. Like, if like an altercation had gone down, because I don't know the whole story, when he was rescuing his daughter and the guy died in the process, then that's a different story than him seeking the guy out after the fact to murder him. The father, John Eisman, sixty, was charged with first degree murder and is being held on a one million dollar bond. We need to lower that, but yeah. Well, or let's all send money off to his GoFundMe. Oh mm-hmm. wow. Police said Eisman learned in October 2020 that his juvenile daughter had been sex trafficked in the Seattle area and obtained information that her boyfriend was responsible. He was able to rescue the daughter and get her back to Spokane that same month. When the father learned that his daughter's boyfriend was going to be at the location, he drove there and waited for the boyfriend to arrive. During that encounter, he abducted the victim, tying him up, placed him in the trunk of the vehicle. Mm-mm. He assaulted the victim by hitting him in the head with a cinder block and then stabbed him repeatedly. Mm. Mm. After the homicide, he drove the vehicle to a remote area in the North Spokane County and abandoned the car with the body still inside. Oh, he, uh, this. And it's been there for months. It just, they just found it last month when a person drove and saw it. Gosh, wow. as the dad, I mean, he snapped. Like, he snapped, time. and he will get in trouble. Mm-hmm. But as a human being, it's hard to not go... <laughs> You sold that dude's daughter to be sex trafficked. Yeah. Right, but we can't do that. We can't do what? We can't respond that way. I agree. I know. And he will go to jail, mm-hmm. but as a juror, if I'm on this case, I'm making sure it's not all the jail time. It's not he's going to spend the rest of his life in jail. Man, this is just like Taken. Although he's 60, so I mean. Yeah. The movie. It's just like the movie. Goodness. It's a bad, and I read it last night, and I was like, you know, I won't talk about that on the show, but then we talked about that story breaking mm-hmm. in, and I was like, yeah, bring this up. Crazy, and, huh? Well, and and a, another, to put a some sort of positive spin on this is like a story like that being out there is awareness to the fact that this type of thing is happening in America, and some people 
that, that doesn't, it's not on their radar that this happens like in their neighborhood, in their town, like everywhere we live. Like this kind of sex trafficking is happening. He should get in trouble. But as a human being, if someone had sold your kid to sex trap, you, you probably yeah. relate and go, I would want to murder them too. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like 100%. You don't? No, I mean, yes, I get why he wanted to do it. The whole thing just sucks because he's definitely snapped. He was responded emotionally to but, this situation and it's really hard. How else do you respond to I know, that, though? Well, I know, well, I'm sure there has been moment. The other option is to get the guy arrested and have him go to jail. What if you feel like you can't really prove it? Well, then I don't know. That's another turn in the story. I, I don't know. I feel awful for this guy. But yes, he as a mom, I could snap and do that. Who I'm knows not, how, if this guy sold other people, this kid. Yeah, I, I, I know. I, I, yeah, it's terrible. Well, I'm just so pro the dad here. It's mm-hmm. weird. I shouldn't be, and I know he'll get in trouble, but I'm so pro the dad if that's the case. If it, he had information where that dude sold his daughter into being sex trafficked, you know what? You kind of got what you deserved. And he probably lives the rest of his life thinking that way. Like, you know what? If, even if he has to serve a life sentence, he's going to be like, hey, I did what I what I needed to but do. But now his daughter, she's out from under that, and now her dad is in jail. I get it. Like, it's a, it's a, it's, it's, you know. Go ahead. And so, I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, sometimes we respond with too, too emotion. Well, something else emotion. that sucks is daylight savings times this weekend. Yes. Good transition. Thank you. No, it just, it just sucks, <laughs> yeah, too. It sucks. <laughs> Which, by the way, why are we still doing this? Why are we still know. doing daylight savings time? Because you haven't ran for office yet. I'm, anyone running for office could put this on their platform, and it would be such a populist, popular thing. Nobody likes daylight savings time. Nobody. There has to be somebody. Why someone doesn't actually stop this? Because some states do stop it. Some say Arizona yeah, doesn't do it. They don't have it. Amy, you find somebody that says, I, I love it. I don't know. I, I'm thinking there must be somebody because nobody's fixing it. Mm. I think everyone's just cool with it. It's just like, well, no, it not, is what it not. is. I, I still don't understand it. Like, I don't even understand how you can just change the time. Like, you just say it's a different time. Well, just like time zones are different. You just, that's how. Well, I'm saying, like, what difference does it make? If it's 5 o'clock or it's 6 o'clock, it's still dark outside, so it doesn't make a difference. Well, it's also getting darker as well, darker earlier and that hour. Mm-hmm. And then there are different theories as to why, as if the farmers needed more time in the morning. But they've the debunked winter, that. But they have. Yes. So I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really know. Yeah. If we never changed it, the the sun would it would get darker at different times, right? And we would just be cool with it? Like it would gradually get darker earlier so, and then get darker later just because that's the way the earth moves? Probably. We're about yeah. to... F- Fall Arizona's back. fine. They live a great life. Right. Nothing's ever, they're not dicking around over there. I mean, who was it like, uh, Ar- uh, Arkansas, uh, Alaska that gets dark like during the day, half of the year? Well, that's also geographically. Yes, well, where they are. I get yeah. it, but yeah. I'm saying they got used to and it. Well, so. well, actually, there's a lot of seasonal depression there. Okay. Well, well maybe yeah. that's part of it. Or whatever they call it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, when it's like, like dark all the time. Well, yeah, yeah, I bet you everybody gets more depressed during the winter because you. It's so cold. It's cold. And and you can't go outside. It's mm-hmm. gray. It's hazy. It's. The weather sucks. Yeah. It's... I worked out yesterday, like 52 degrees outside. I was like, <laughs> my chest was hurting. It's only 52. <laughs> Facebook citing societal concerns, plans to shut down facial recognition. Y'all right. Okay. They plan to shut down saying they're using it, but okay. How do we know this? I mean, how do they stop using it if you use your eyeballs to lock into your phone? I did it the other day on an app. 
where it just it was like scanning my face, yes. and I stu- and I just stood there and let it do it, and I was like, "This is crazy." For that app that we had to do to go to iHeart, yeah. yes, the the clear app for COVID. A little bar just scanned my face bones over and over, and I'm like, "This cannot be good," but I'm doing it. According to the vice president of artificial intelligence at Facebook, the company is removing the platform's facial recognition system. It automatically identifies users in photos and videos, which has caused controversy regarding the ethics of technology. I don't believe it. I believe they're just saying they're not using it. I don't believe anything Facebook says anymore. I feel like Facebook is just a bad company in general. They've done that to themselves. They've hit a lot of stuff. I don't trust Facebook at all. High school football programs are on the decline for another year. Just generally how this is, what's happening here is we're learning more and more about trauma to the brain Mm -hmm. and less and less people are playing football as more education comes out. And it's, you know, at a clip of seven, eight, nine, ten 10% a year. And so this has been a pretty common story now. The study figured out that participation in football peaked in American high schools during 2009-2010. Since then, nonstop concussions, other head trauma that we didn't even know was trauma for a while, mostly because of these stories, the number of kids playing high school has fallen out over about 10%. That's a loss of about 100,000 kids with a lot of decline happening in the past two years. It's just the more we're learning about it, the more we're going probably – some people are going probably not for me. Difficult for me, I played high school football. I was Okay. I also did – I was not a running back, so I didn't take a lot of shots to the head. I did not like to play defense. I, I played defensive I – a, I was a starting wide receiver, but I was a, like a second or third string defensive back who would play in the secondary if we brought out like nickel and dime packages, meaning there ain't a lot of hitting going on. I, I don't think I would push my kid to play football, even though it was – for me, it was a big part of my life. It was where I learned a lot of leadership. It was where I learned how to follow. It was where I learned discipline. But I think I could have probably learned that in other places. But because of what we know now about just getting hit in the head over and over again, period, I probably would not push my kid to play football. And if he was like, hey, what do I want to play? I would not recommend football. But if you wanted to. Well, you're talking 10, 12 years from now. I bet you it's going to decline even more than this. I mean, just think about it's just human beings running each other, slamming their heads. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they have helmets, but I'm telling you, it still hurts. At least it hurt me. Oh, it really hurts. Yeah, like my... (laughs) My sister's husband, I don't even want to know. He played for a team. He played for Westlake High School, which was like, I think they even got state championship while he was there. But like, and he was a tiny, I don't know, whatever he did, he got tackled all the time. And he had multiple concussions. And I'm like, I'm nervous for like when he gets older, like things that you find or even these NFL players, like stuff comes out and they've tried to hide it. That's the scary part to me is there's stuff out there. Yes, because... That was going to hurt their bottom line. And, I, it, and I'm and i thankful for some well, I didn't of the, play in the NFL, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I figured too, that's man. why. Me too. But uh, you, the, so some players donating their brain to science so that, that they can learn more about it. Yeah, what sucks about that is you can only donate it once you're dead. Yeah. Right. Yep, yep, yep. But you know, it's cool that they're trying to think of that to help the future. Man with the world's biggest penis was stopped by airport security because he had an unusual bulge. Would you like to hear that audio? Yeah, is this absolutely. real? Yeah, it is. Here you go. <laughs> they thought I had something in my pants. Maybe they thought it was a um, dynamiter. I don't know. They okay. took me out of the line and they they had me powder my fingers. I think that detects if I have any bomb stuff and all that. They never actually patted me down or grabbed it or anything like that. It was just me calmly explaining. It was like 10 minutes out of my life, but it was still funny. Okay. What a what? great reason to be interviewed if you're a dude. Well, you know he's like, I'll interview, I'll talk to anyone. 
He's got a whole day lined up of, of, of a satellite How did this story get out there? Oh, I guess because they thought it was a bomb. Yeah, they thought he had a bomb in his pants. Okay. Because, I mean, I've been padded before. Yeah, but it before, wasn't a bomb. But... It was a dong. <laughs> nice. Okay. Here is Richard Jefferson calling out a former NBA ball boy for staring at a player's junk. <laughs> what he is saying is true. I never interacted with him. But let's explain why. I remember you. You're not just saying like, ooh, I saw Richard's junk. No, you're talking about in comparison to other men in the locker room. The biggest you saw. While it might be true, that is why I didn't interact with you. Some what? kid was saying Richard Jefferson wasn't nice to him when he was a ball boy. And then he goes and is like, you were staring at my penis. Oh, weird. Right? Isn't that what it was? I saw the first what? clip too. Yeah, Amy, guys talk about this stuff. Do we? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We just sit around at night. I text Eddie. Not true. Let's see. What else do we have here? Dun, dun, dun. Do you want to do some questions from our social media pages lately that Morgan has? Oof, I don't know about that. Are they <laughs> safe? Uh, I think so. Morgan, what are people asking for the most part? Um, so is Raymundo's yeah pre-recorded? You want to fill that one? No. <laughs> I will do it live. Yeah! <laughs> That's not pre-recorded, and neither is Morgan's mailbag outro. That's funny. People think it is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, what's the other one? Uh, will Lunchbox be quizzed on the Harry Potter movie now that he's back? Oh, That's good, good one. That is good. He was supposed to watch it, then he went and had a kid. Um, yeah, we'll do it Monday. We'll give him a few more days to catch up on that. Oh, man, guys, I thought I was out the window. No, Eddie took the quiz. I did. I passed it. Passed it. <sighs> so we'll do that next week. We'll do it Monday. Good good reminder. What I else? I don't need to do that. Uh, why do you wear your wedding ring on your right hand? You do? Sometimes it was yesterday. Left. Sometimes you oh, do. Really? He's, pl he's just playing with it. I don't know. I, I don't know. I've never noticed that. Me either. Uh, me either. Maybe it's been on there and someone has seen it. I would think if there's a reason for that, one, I'm just kind of messing around with it. Secondly, I wear a watch on my right hand if I wear a watch because I'm left-handed. So maybe I just put stuff on that hand. I don't know. I never knew I did. Okay, what else? Uh, can they buy the Raging Idiots Tuesday song anywhere? No, we never mm -hmm. have recorded the Tuesday song. And today's Wednesday, or we would sing it. Yeah, can't yeah. do it. <laughs> now we haven't recorded the Tuesday song. Is that it? There's one more. Go ahead. Whatever happened with the country couple that was supposed to split, according to Ray? Was that a country music secret? Yeah, I had said that there. a lot of blogs are saying there's a, a major, I believe it was an A-lister, couple that was going to split. They haven't yet. I mean, we're still waiting for that shoe to drop, so what you know. <laughs> that what to drop? That shoe, shoe. to drop. Oh. Okay, Morgan, thank you. Uh, yeah. Um, Amy, your daughter's in the semifinals. Yes. Of, of what? Soccer. Oh, that's right. Oh, whoa, whoa, it's an update for the food things you made. Those packs. Yeah, guess what? Because what? <laughs> I emailed you before the game, and I was yeah. like, guess what? We made it to the semifinals, and now the game's tonight, so I'm going to be able to take my snacks the for snacks the halftime. The snacks you made for the team, yeah. Yeah, so they can eat it at halftime. Then I left, got to the game, and I was like, dang it. Forgot the snacks. Oh my so gosh. So I still okay. have them in oh my, my fridge. Gosh. I almost brought them to y'all this morning and like passed them out. Like you would each get like six, we would <laughs> six take baggies them. each. I might bring them tomorrow because I don't want to go bad, but we we're in the semifinals and now we're waiting to see if the game is tomorrow or Saturday. So you don't know yet when the semifinal game is? No, semifinals was last night. And she, they won? So now, yeah, they won. So That's now we're in the championship. Which I think is going to wow. hopefully be tomorrow, which they won the championship last year, got a big old trophy. And I hope we do it again. Let's Is go. your daughter playing at all? Yes, she's playing and she's hustling and she's doing great. There, she she got close to the goal. The coach I think is keeping her close to the goal because they her 
at the beginning of the season, the coach told me, "My, I want Stashira to score a goal this year. And she's not. I know she's from Haiti, and some people are, assume she might be really amazing at soccer, but she grew up in an orphanage where it's concrete everywhere. They didn't really play soccer at all. So this is only her second year playing, like, an actual real soccer. So she's she's still learning a lot, but she's, I feel like she's gotten so much better and she's hustling and I'm proud of her, but yeah, she gets, she's game time. Good. She'll yeah. at least get a trophy though for second place. That's that, a trophy that's game. That's great. Yeah. Oh, last year they just got about one big trophy. Oh, second doesn't get one? Second doesn't get a trophy? I don't remember. I mean, I don't know. Cause we didn't get second. We got first. What up? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I was a guest on, uh, just being earnest, a podcast with the artist Ernest. If you guys want to hear that, just throw that a little shout out. I did an hour. With Ernest. Um, I also posted on my Instagram a video of Josh, Car Wash Josh, performing at our iHeart Country Festival. That was I cool. see him sing. Yeah, I, had a, I, I was afraid Instagram was going to pull it down because we were doing music. They didn't pull it down. So while you can, if you want to go over to my Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones, you can see Josh, who I found at the Car Wash on TikTok, perform live and sing Neon Moon. And what was uh, really fun about that was Ronnie Dunn texted me last night. He saw it, and he was like, you trying to replace me? And I said, no, I just miss you so much. I needed something similar. And then he said, hey, that guy's actually pretty good. Cool. Did you send that to Josh? No, because I don't know Josh's cell phone. Oh, man. He'd love to hear that. Yeah, but Ronnie Dunn said Josh is pretty good. Um, So that's on my Instagram. I'm also hearing, because tomorrow night is the producer's dinner, me, Mike D., Raymundo, and Scuba Steve are going to a fancy dinner at a place that Amy set up for us. Bourbon. Yeah. Well, you don't have to say where exactly. Oh, again. Yeah. What? Beep. Yeah. What time? Well, we're live. So, um, I'm hearing now that my wife is trying to plan a dinner with the wives. Do you guys know this? Lovely. We can't have our own at night. the same time, not with us, but at the exact same time. Like the wives of you three at our same restaurant? No, oh. but a close restaurant. I'm hearing because oh. we're going to talk business. <laughs> Are you? Signing deals. No, we're talking lobster and drinks, baby. <laughs> Mike, you've heard this, right? <laughs> I don't know how far along she is, but she was like, okay, if you're going to take those three, I'm going to take those three's wives. And I was like, well, that's interesting. Um, Raymundo, have you heard this news? Um, she had said she needed a ride possibly tomorrow night, so I guess, yeah, that's the makings of them going to a little meal. Uh, who knows? They're not doing it as big as we are, that's for sure, though, because people cannot get a table at this spot for months out. I've tried before. Where is it at? Scuba. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, your wife should have been called. I haven't heard anything yet, but I don't know how she has to watch the kids. I don't. I don't think it's possible. Classic. Yeah, it's kids. Kids. Classic. They ruin everything. Just leave them. <laughs> so I'll let you know how that goes. Let me see if there's anything else that I wanted to mention here. Mm-mm-mm. Tomorrow on the show we have the turkey and gravy soda. Oh, we. Got and we're gonna that. spin the wheel, and the losers drink the whole thing Blah. in an hour. No. Oh. I- I can't. I can't be on a wheel yeah. right now. Are you saying that you're removing yourself from the wheel? I get, and I mean, I don't want to because I want to be a team player, but my mouth still hasn't recovered from last week. Well, this isn't a burn. It's a full turkey and gravy it soda. It just tastes But gross. it's still just like a vomit. But maybe it's good. Maybe it's, a, but tomorrow on the show we will do that. Great. I think that's it. The only other thing I was going to mention was lunchbox and the toiletries, but I never knew this was a thing where he told you to bring... Steal everything from the hotel room? Yes, and I told him I would just because he wouldn't leave me alone about it. And I was like, yeah, 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 I'll pack them and I'll bring them to work. It's fine. And then he sent me a text yesterday and said, hey, bring those toiletries to work. And I was like, oh, shoot, I did not pack them. So he asked you to steal from the bathroom? Yes. And bring them back home to him? Yes. What's wrong with that? 
Like, she's not going to, if she's leaving her hotel room, just throw them in your bag and give them to me at work. I, I know. And, and, and she said she would, so it was already Tuesday afternoon. She still hadn't brought them, so I texted her, thought she'd bring them today, and here she is. Like, I mean, it wasn't, like, it wasn't for everybody to know. It's just they're like, hey, bring me the soap and shampoo. Cool. What did you put in my bag? Uh, I put my clothes. Okay. Yeah. Why? I, I looked at my suitcase, and I had a bag in there. I'm like, oh, that's not mine. And and then Lunchbox just was like, hey, uh, i got something in your bag. Bring it back to Nashville, please. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what it is. Still haven't looked at it. The bag's still at home. Wait, did you need to make room in your luggage for toiletries? No, no, no. I mean, I had room for the toilet paper and toiletries in my bag. You stole the toilet paper. <laughs> oh, my god, That's gosh. wild yes. to me. Yeah. That's, that's part the, of what the, he was asking me to take as well. It's there for you. That You pay for that. You pay for the toilet paper, the shampoo, the soap, the face wash, the Q-tips, the the tissues. Shower cap. Shower cap. The well, what about box. the coffee? I bring the coffee and I got tea. I mean, I brought it all home. <laughs> I don't even drink coffee. Gave it to my wife. Here you go. Those little paper coasters. Everything. I don't even need the coasters. I leave those. But, yes, I, I put clothes in your bag because I didn't have a bag at the venue and I needed to change. Oh, well, I What's that weird about that behavior is that's usually behavior of someone who grew up really poor. Who would do that? Like me. I don't do that. I did with ketchup. Back in the day, my refrigerator would be stuck with them. I don't have I don't do that behavior anymore. I've been able to eliminate that. Eliminate paying for bills over the top because I thought I'd be broken. I used to do a lot of these. Had a lot of these things, systems in place because I thought that I would be living in poverty again, which is how I lived a, a major part of my life. But you never live. At, where does that come from with you? What? He's frugal. He's frugal. He's frugal. Yeah. It's just his, smart. His family's frugal. So it's a – your family – Frugal is a great word. Is that what it is? They're frugal. So they took they things taught, from hotels. They taught that to you. That's a learned behavior. I guess. I don't know. I mean, we did your parents do that? Yeah. I mean, we stayed at, I mean, like that hotel that Scuba Steve set me up in. Mm-hmm. Those are the kind of hotels we stayed at when we were kids. Right. But my, I'm not talking about that. But that's what I'm saying. You so you, you take the, ho- you take everything you can get. That's what I'm talking about. That part of it. Take everything. Yeah. Would you ever go to McDonald's and just take a bunch of ketchups? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Lunchbox, remember Extra ketchup or extra sauce. I don't know. This is probably like 14 years ago or something. He kept always talking about where he grew up, and he tried to act like he grew up hard, like this rough life. (laughs) And like the worst mistake that ever happened was one time we were in the area near his house, and he took us down his street, and we were like, what? This is where the little white criminals His gang, the little white criminals. Little white criminals. Like the rich kid gang. Yeah, Yeah. it's hilarious. Uh, I just wonder where that behavior comes from. If your parents did it. Yeah then it would make sense as to like, why like, you do like it. Like an example, my dad would take us to the circus as a kid, right? And we would be like, oh my gosh, we're going to the circus. And we'd go to the Irwin Center in Austin, and we'd pet the elephants in the parking lot. Then we'd get in the car and go home. We never went inside. We thought, And for years, I thought that was the circus. But he's like, why would we go to the circus when you go see the animals in the parking lot? So yeah. So I wonder we were, if he grew up like that then. Probably. Like if he grew up really poor, and that's where that behavior came from, and then you learned it from him. Probably. But yeah, I mean, I for so I mean, I didn't know what the circus was really until I was in high school. Well, that seems a little late to learn the circus, but still, <laughs> because I never. Lunchbox is like I've been in the circus. Is that parking lot right there? <laughs> it's free. I've never paid anything. Yeah, you it's don't great. pay for anything. It's crazy. <laughs> All right, that's it for today's post right. show. Thank you guys. So uh, you didn't bring my stuff? I, no, I did not. I don't have anything. I'm sorry. There's that bad. episode sorry. of Friends where Ross's uh, suitcase comes open and all the apples and stuff <laughs> fall out and all the all the. <laughs> Uh, I've seen that one. Hotel, everything. All right, that's it. We're done. Thank you, guys. We'll see you tomorrow.